about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company hello and welcome to the wise woman show I am your host Sally Ann Saint and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. So let's walk together in each episode. Be inspired as you hear from the wise women I bring to you. Let the magic of your sovereignty unfold inside of you. Each word you hear and each woman who comes on reminds you of your grace, your wholeness and your divine right and role on this earth. You are the wise woman. You truly are. So take a walk with me and the guests I bring to you and let the magic unfold. Many blessings. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia's Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Situation 
Between friends, a mended bridge and a faithless bed. A mended bridge and a faithless bed. Hello, dear Wise Woman Radio listeners. On this evening's show, we've got two really special and very gentle women. Their energy is extremely gentle. When you listen to both shows, you'll understand what I mean. First lady is is Kate, and the second lady is Julie. And they both work with really subtle energies. It's almost like the vehicle or the tool that they work with may be different, but the energy that they both carry is actually the same. And so it's for you to acknowledge within yourself the power and the strength of gentility, because these two women reflect aspects of you, how they work reflect aspects of you that intuitive gentle soft side which actually has so much power and as you're listening to this these shows understand that we've been fed societally a huge lie really in order to succeed in order to get anywhere in life we need almost to become masculine male with the energy of force we must do we must make ourselves and I did live that for a while because we all have to understand when we shift something we have to see it as as actually not truly us it's just something that we've learned and so I had to learn to let go of this but in letting go of this way there was far more balance so we both have we have masculine and feminine energy inside us but it's for you to understand the power you have in gentility and this is what you will embody when you listen to both these women and both shows so enjoy the journey enjoy the journey 
here we are and um, we're about to embrace the lady that's coming first this evening and it's Kate Client. Now Kate works with um, flower essences and the wisdom that she shares and the journey that she shares her personal journey of how she came to work with it, how she became aware of them and then also how she supports people so naturally and so gently. It's an honour to have her on the show. I did ask her to come on because of the subtle energy that she carries very subtle listen and be inspired and enjoy the show today we've got a very special lady and her name is kate client would you please introduce yourself and tell the listeners what you do of course well thank you very much for um having me on today sally it's a real pleasure and i feel very privileged to have this opportunity to meet and speak with you I am a bark flower practitioner and for people that don't know bark flowers are flower essences that um, were discovered about a hundred years ago using nature using natural flower essences to help us safely and naturally rebalance our out of balance emotions so we have to sort of stop there a minute <laughs> and think yeah. about what that means because it was very cutting edge at the time. And I think for a lot of people, they, they didn't understand it. And even now, you know, it's still not fully in our awareness. There are natural things that can help us emotionally. So when we're helping people with bark flowers, we're not talking about an ache and a pain, a headache or a physical symptom. We're only talking with reference to their emotional state. We can yeah. only treat their current emotional state. The system is very simple um, and very effective and very accessible. It was designed to be accessible, which is something I personally believe in. It's a true system of healing. It's available to all. You can make your own essences if you wanted to. 30, the 38 different plants, trees and flowers that these essences are sourced from. So there's only 38 in the entire system of healing, but it should cover all possible combinations of someone's current emotional state fantastic and like if you talk about back remedies i can't imagine there's not many people now that don't know about rescue remedy and like over the years i've used it on my my son my animals myself and i'm so thankful that these are starting to become as much commonplace as other things that happen that, that can happen in the medicine cabinet you know it's like almost like people now have got that as a staple and that's a huge shift and it's fantastic so step further so the rescue remedy it's almost like a blanket one for shock for stress for trauma how would you describe it okay so dr bark his only composite remedy was rescue remedy every yeah. other essence out of the 38 that are available, treats a particular emotional state. Rescue yeah. remedy for emergencies, for yeah. critical conditions, for yeah. shock and trauma. So if someone's just had an accident, for example, they may go into an instant state of shock. They may be unconscious. Combination remedy would negate uh, this sort of urgency or emergency situation and help people to recover very, very quickly from a state where normally without it, they could be unconscious or go into a coma. So it was a very, um, it's a very effective composite remedy, and but it was the only one. This kind of, um, nowadays you, you find that there's a sleep remedy or there's a kind of um, a stress remedy. 
that have cropped in to the marketplace by various producers, you as an individual are feeling something totally specific to you. I can't treat you with the same remedy that I would treat somebody else who's a different individual with a similar physical or presenting you know, difficulty. So if I'm suffering from lack of sleep and I'm tense and, and, and wound up, but my friend Emma is suffering from lack of sleep, but she's actually really bored. She's really bored at work. You couldn't give us both a sleep remedy cure-all because we're suffering, we're in completely different emotional states and personality states uh, types as well. So rescue remedy, however, comes for an emergency situation and it works, but that's the only exception to system of healing. That's really useful to know. Otherwise people could be potentially wasting their money if they're trying to create too much of a comfort blanket within it had a specific purpose and if you're trying to expand that purpose then it it won't work and then you end up feeling that it's the remedy that's wrong but actually it's not it's just to step deeper with it and that you're the great thing is about using these vibrations and these essences are they something then you could intuitively pull towards like you can with many things if you're listening to yourself can you be guided by if you had if you had a kit of could that be a way forward for a woman as for a parent with children absolutely in fact this entire system was based around the concept of it you helping yourself so ultimately yes. it's a self-healing application it's something that dr batch believed that he would um, hopefully encourage someone to have a kit in the house and if you were feeling angry you would go to the kit and take holly for example if you were feeling resentful you would give yourself a few drops of willow if your child was feeling tantrumy you may give them chicory for example so it is exactly that it is designed to be self-prescribing it is so gentle so safe um, you cannot get it wrong if you are finding it difficult you do pick a remedy that it actually isn't what you're feeling that remedy will just do nothing so it'll yeah. just take up one of the options that you could have had, but it won't do anything. So there's no sort of contraindications, if you like. Anything else that you're taking, it won't interrupt because it's not working on a chemical level. It's working on a vibration level. But yes, absolutely. It's for you to help yourself with and your family. And this is a journey. When you start with Vata Essences, what you discover is that you are beginning to listen more to what you are feeling. You're becoming more conversant with your own emotional language, your emotional vocabulary. And that is a journey. It is an ongoing thing. And the greater awareness that you have begets greater awareness. So the whole process is beautiful and very simple because when you start it, you start to remove the layers of emotional buildup and stress that has ha accumulated over the years. And it is designed to strip that away, to just naturally, subtly rebalance it so that all this stuff is removed, all that stagnation, all of those blockages, all of those emotional reactions are gone and you are in greater peace and connection with yourself. And when you're in that space, you are in a very strong foundation. You are very empowered. You are able to make the choices that work for you. It is liberating. This true system, and I come back to the word true, for me, it totally resonates with a true system. 
because it's designed for you to use on yourself it is accessible relatively cheap to do you can make them for yourself and it brings it back to the truth within you that you can access that you are fully empowered with and also unlike any of us who go on the personal healing journey, you know you have to go back through the layers. So you're peeling through these layers of feeling, years of held back emotions, whatever it is that you're going through. But ultimately, the fact that you can use these remedies on children would mean that children are in that moment. We know ourselves, when you have younger children, they can go from a tantrum to being running around, one play with daisies, completely happy. So they're able to express their emotions at the time and then move on. So if you're able then, if if they you know to bring in the journey of the essences means that for them they've also got a tool where they're less likely to have the build-up and then have to do the deep healing later on in life absolutely and you find quite often when you're working with children uh, with the essences that they respond very quickly so maybe an adult would take the full three weeks of a 30 milliliter treatment bottle which is the average time that it takes for that treatment bottle to be used up but a child may take a few days and you may see quite quickly the first outer layer that you're addressing of their um, out of balance emotions, that layer come away and you may find another layer presenting. And, but you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. You know, for adults, uh, you have to go back a little bit further and it can take longer. You know, we usually recommend sort of two to three consultations in succession so that you can watch see that process happening and start to address the uh, the deeper layers but really this system is brilliant because what it provides is instant emotional support in the form of naturally subtly rebalancing so neutralizing a negative emotion and bring it back in to um into balance because the flower essence brings the positive aspect of it so for example anger holly as a remedy for jealousy, suspicion and anger. It's when we feel very insecure inside and we're, we're questioning people's motives, etc. You bring holly and the vibration of holly is of an open heart, is of love, the ability to give and receive love. So you see, you bring the positive aspect to something that's in a negative state and all it does is it just balances it out. So it's very, very subtle, but it's therapy in a bottle. What we do is we have a conversation that takes an hour and I ascertain and help you to recognize the emotions that are present for you. I mean, some people can name them and then the remedies do the work. So for an adult, it, it can be a very convenient, very simple method. Yes. And also um, I, I there is a wave of understanding that years ago we perceived we'd have to go through years of therapy in order to shift things and that was maybe of its time but now the understanding is when we're working deep we can work deeply and effectively with ourselves but the shifts can be can be quicker when we allow ourselves to hold space now you're talking about something that allows an emotion to come up doesn't deny it but then gives it the space and maybe the safe feeling the loving feeling with the essences and that's exactly what any therapy with heart does it holds space for allowing without judging and that's like what the flower essences are doing is opening up yeah why did you get into it how did you what was your journey oh gosh well um yes i had a series of a series of illnesses um that the conventional medicine medical approach couldn't help me with i had glandular fever when i was 17 i had measles before that i had some quite 
fundamental imbalances. Um, I had quite a stressful childhood as well. So, you know, that all culminated at the age of 17 in glandular fever, which led on to post-viral syndrome and chronic fatigue and all sorts of things. And then that culminated in, in my late twenties uh, in chronic acne, which I'd never had as a teenager, but it was cystic. So it was actually incredibly painful and very difficult to live with. And at that point, I just thought, you know what? I cannot hide my unhappiness anymore. It is literally on my face for me to look at every day. I have to do something. I have to change, change my life. So I made some very big life uh, changes. I left my job. I left London where I was living. Um, I went traveling and I happened to stumble across a bark lab practitioner in New Zealand. So it was that first contact with that lovely lady in New Zealand that made me think, oh, this is doing something. So when I got home, I basically looked into training. Maybe 16, 17 years now I've been qualified. Wow. So um, I've used them practically every, every day ever since, frankly, because I think they're amazing. I love them. I love the fact that, for example, stuck in a pattern of behaviour and I can't see the wood for the trees, I'll yeah. take chestnut bud. Chestnut bud is an amazing remedy. It helps me to step outside of myself, see myself as other people do. So there's an objectivity that it brings mm. and it helps me to break cycles of behaviors. It helps me to break a pattern that I've been unable to do alone. And so I can make a different choice for myself. It's phenomenal. I just love the passion that you talk with and that has to be because it transformed your life so you're coming from that understanding that you you experienced how it works for yourself and that's something you can't gain from a book or from a qualification is actually life experience of feeling and going through that healing process yourself it gives you the fire it gives you that reason to get up and do what you do it gives you that connection with others as well when they come to you Absolutely. No, totally. And um, I, I come back to the, the, the truth of the system is its simplicity, its natural origin. It, to ultimate, ultimately, it is bringing us back into connection, not only with ourselves, but with our natural environment, because it is self-healing. It is about the self-awareness, the self-knowledge, the fact that you have come and found somebody whether it's me or somebody else it doesn't really matter or even the set of remedies themselves if you found them there is an opening that's happening and the fact that you can then choose the corresponding flower essence means that you're on that journey and then the next emotion that you experience you will then get then engage with and you are on that journey and you will find the corresponding essence you know it's just a lovely it's a lovely pathway you know and, and i love the fact that like because it's coming from flower essences it's like mother earth is giving bringing the medicine and anything with that pure connection you know is just vibrating from pure love to have that deep connection and for it to support you isn't that what all these things were meant to be they 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 too they they are the most powerful medicine of all absolutely absolutely and nature is our healer and that that is the message be outside be outside and see what that brings for you you know be outside and take some deep breaths be outside and then observe be outside and then listen be yeah. outside and then taste and then you start to see and feel differently you i do believe we have all the answers within yes. us and actually nature is our brother or our sister or our mother or our father however you want to to look at it and 
the answers are within her or him as well. We need to find that quiet space, that stillness to hear it within us, within them. Yeah, yeah and, and everything is geared to the mind rather than the heart. So we talk about all the things that are around us, which, as we know, like the age we are, that things have changed dramatically. Social media, the various platforms, things around us is a very high speed, but it feeds the mind and not the heart. Mm -hmm. And so connecting with Mother Nature reminds us of that heart connection. And a true wisdom keeper like you is what you just said. It's like pointing to the person, Your the wisdom is within you. And that's exactly what we're meant to be doing, reminding people there is not meant to be the, like being not in saving field but like it's like I couldn't do it without you kind of thing it's actually you're passing on and that's what true wisdom keepers are and that's the wisdom of woman is yeah. you pass on we're mothers where even if we don't give birth we're, we can be mothers in so many ways we've got it within us we are the creators of life we're the holders of life and it's I just love the message that you've brought so from the bottom of my heart thank you could you please let people know how they contact you lovely <laughs> yeah of course um so i have a website which is www.resonanthealing.life i also have a facebook page um which is the same resonanthealing.life so resonant is spelled r-e-s-o-n-a-n-t healing obviously dot life i also have an instagram account or resonant healing so um accessible through all of those methods and very very welcome you know anyone to ask me questions or queries about um the essences and how they can get hold of them etc it's really important that people are empowered to do it for themselves and don't feel that they have to come to someone like me can i just take this opportunity again to thank you because it's been wonderful i've thoroughly enjoyed our chat and me too. <laughs> And any opportunity to share and connect about these beautiful things that are yeah. here, that are part of us and part of our lives and available to us is, is just such a privilege and a gift. So thank you. Thank Bless you. you. It's been an honour. So much love to you. So dear listeners, there will be a short break and then there will be more. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. Enjoy non-stop music from original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk, search under our playlists and artists.
Hello, dear Wise Woman Radio listeners, and we're about to step in to interview you with, too, with Judy Binns. And Judy works with horses to support, facilitate healing and um, how the war horses work with individuals. It's really sacred space. And I know it myself because I had horses years ago and it was in one of the most traumatic times of my life that I had the strongest bond with a horse who basically carried me through it and and also kept my heart soft and open when the world that was around me and what I was dealing with was so tough that I could have potentially just armored up so much I would just I just wouldn't have uh, it would have suffocated me and yet this horse just carried me and the bond we had was phenomenal so I know how they can work with others so be inspired by what Julie is going to share be inspired and enjoy. Today we've got a lovely lady who I've asked to come on and this is Julie Binns and we met a couple of years ago in a networking meeting. I really resonate because of the work she does but also the energy that she carries. So Julie would you like to introduce yourself? Oh hi Sally, um, thanks very much for inviting me onto your show. I run a company called Therapy with Horses um, which doesn't mean that I offer therapeutic uh, services to horses it means that I work in a therapeutic way with horses and humans um, to address a range of uh, mental health challenges absolutely fantastic when I remember when we met there was the resonance straight away because I had horses years ago and mm. there was one horse in particular that helped me through the worst period of my life so when you talk about how horses can help and support and release i lived it i knew it so when you started talking it was like this is amazing what's the age range that you work with and with people with the horses can it be for anyone it pretty much can i um i tend to work with children from the age of 13 upwards um and then i work with women as well so no there's no upper age limit and the horses that you work with have you got specific ones that were chosen or chose you then to do the work a bit of a mix, really. <laughs> I've been very blessed um, in having two friends who own um, some absolutely amazing horses, and they have been incredibly generous in um, offering me their herds and horses to work with. And um, it's always interesting to me how very unique the different characters of the horses are and what they bring individually to the session as well as collectively and um, how they just know who's stepping forward on that particular day. So when, when someone comes for a treatment then, do they come into the field with the horses and then the horses then choose which one is going to work then? Is, it, is that how it works? Um, it depends very much on the, on the client. Um, I also work with children with um, um, ASD and those um, sessions tend to be a little more structured. The, the introductory session would not involve just walking straight into a field with the horses. It's very much about understanding how our energy, you know, affects them and, and how to sense what's safe and comfortable in terms of their own boundaries. And so it's, um, it's much more based around observation initially and then gradually building on the interactions with the horses. And um, I often find that we'll tend to start working then with a particular horse and um, that might change over sessions, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like for someone that's never experienced this before, what you're trying to convey is that the horses then have free will. Yes, that's as I like to give them as much free will as I can. Yeah, it's just it's so special. Feel the energy. They they they're choosing, and there's a 
there's a sacred feel when they choose to work with you as well. Absolutely. To have an animal that size yeah. make the choice out of their own free will to participate or not, I think is, is what contributes to the hugely transformational nature of this work. I'm, it's, to me, it's very much I'm working with them on, about working with them on their level. It's all based on groundwork. I don't, I don't do any ridden work. And it's, it's about respecting and sensing their environment. And I think once you can, you can make that connection, um, it, it really is amazing, uh, an amazing experience. Um, and they are just so brilliant at reading our body language because they are constantly scanning their environment, being prey animals. They are wired that way and they read the most subtle of body language um, that we, we're not even aware we're giving off. And they will re respond quite honestly and openly to that, but in a very non-judgmental way. So again, that, I think that makes it much easier for us to accept when we are shown a mirror that might be a, a shadow of ourselves. Um, that's something we're not really comfortable with. Yeah, and the thing, and also it like disarms you really, because when another human mirrors, it's very easy to get defensive. When a horse does it, an animal does it, you can't because they're not, mm. they're not in confrontation with you. They're showing you something. You can't go against it. It's very humbling then, isn't it, to, to have that experience? Absolutely. Yeah, they're just, they do. They just have a way of, of being with us that, um, you know, it makes it, I think they're also very clear about things. And, yeah. you know, you can really try and force a horse to do something, but it, if it doesn't want to, you're not going to succeed. So you are forced to then think about what's happening and how you can work around a situation in a more collaborative way. And, and why do people come to you? What's like the main thing they come to you for or it's really a broad variety of, um, of things. It could be somebody's got an emotional block and or something's just not right. They know that it's something's not right and they can't seem to get over or beyond something. So that's um, it's really helpful in providing clarity and, and helping people to release that deadlock. Um, it can also be very effective in helping people to learn more about how to build healthier relationships and that. Um, a lot of that work is around um, learning to be gently um, assertive and learning to um, partner with the horse. So it's this whole give and take in the relationship. It's not about one dominating the other. Uh, just because the horse is bigger and stronger than you doesn't mean that the horse is automatically the leader either. And it's yeah. about that consensual leadership, knowing when to give and when to take. And I think people can take a lot of that away in, and apply it to the human world and um, horses you know in there in a leadership context in the herd which is very much like our family units there isn't just one leader it's it depends on the situation as to which horse will step forward and, and actually be respected and trusted by the herd to make those decisions so I think we could learn a lot about um, how to structure our own societies and communities from watching them and to trust our instincts as well, because we're stepping further and further away from instinct. But actually, that's exactly where we need to go. And it's the subtlety of it, isn't it? Reading energy, reading, so feeling our own energy, connected from ourselves. We're not feeling ourselves. We're not allowing ourselves. Absolutely. No, you, 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 I mean, the one thing that started my journey into this was coming across the whole concept of biophilia which I'd never heard of. And it's all about our, the human 
a belief that the human um, human beings have this innate they're, they're constantly seeking this connection with the natural world and horses um, are, are absolutely natural at connect, reconnecting us to that world but in a very nourishing way they can and they they inspire us just through their pure elegance and, and power and beauty yeah and, and because also there's no there's no like side effects you know we talk about um the medical side is very much needed you know medicine is is required when we break a leg we need to go you know we need we need it there has to there's so much more that, that is available to us than a bandage or a plaster you know if we mm. go deep enough we can go for the root rather than trying to cover something and that's something that needs to be remembered because years ago we didn't you know if we go back generations we didn't hide we went straight for the root no, absolutely and I think I've been quite surprised at how few coping mechanisms some of the people I've seen actually have or have been offered it's simple things like we we always start a session with a grounding exercise because it's horses that live in the present and we tend to live in our heads and be so caught up with what's going on in our thoughts and our monkey minds that we are, we lose that awareness of, of where we are in <laughs> in that present moment and in our in that space it's it always amazes me to just see the transformation in the person just from something as simple as that. And people have found that very helpful to then take into other aspects of their lives. Yeah, and it's, it's lovely to highlight this aspect of working with horses as well, because we're all highly aware of like riding for the disabled and the very, and like, so the riding of a horse, you know, and how it can mm. help and support. And, um, but it's also to highlight this aspect of actually just being in the space with a horse that is choosing to be with you. There's something very mm. special about that. And it's just to allow this uh, aspect of working with a horse to be well known and accessible you know, you're opening up the world to others that may not have had any experience with a horse at all. And that's pretty special. How and why did you come into the work? What, what, because you talked about the, the connection with nature, but what was it that drew you this way? That's a good question. I was, I, the first time I ever actually discovered um, anything about it was I was in Stroud um, doing an animal communication workshop. I kept, I, getting drawn to the poster that was on the wall and and I became really intrigued by it and I started asking a lot of questions and it just wouldn't go away afterwards I, I just kept it kept going round and round in my head and I was I had been doing a lot of soul searching at the time because I had had a long um, career in in a corporate environment running a marketing communications agency working with multinationals desk-based complete antithesis of where I am now typical of that sort of um uh, of the the perfectionist high achiever persona that I used to be yeah. I um I pushed myself harder and harder and harder and it the more I succeeded the less satisfied I became and nothing was ever enough and I eventually burnt myself out and 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 started really looking at where I was going and what I wanted to do and I didn't know but nature had always kept me sane it had been my one sense of um the one thing in my life that I did still enjoy and animals were always a big um, part of my life so when I when I then became quite inquisitive about um, equine therapy I thought well if I'm going to really understand this properly I'm going to experience it as a client I was absolutely blown away by it I couldn't after that experience that I had had on a personal level I thought wow it really did unlock whatever was locked in there 
uh, I couldn't not be around horses. I was wow. I was totally hooked. It's so special and so sacred when there's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. And like you, yes, you were drawn there, but also you experienced the transformation of it yourself. So you've got the heart in what you do. And that's what makes the difference, isn't it? When you understand the power of what you're offering and what the horses mm. are offering. I really believe that this is a viable um, alternative therapy. Yes, it might not appeal to everybody, but I think um, it has huge potential. And I'm starting to um, see a lot more interest from schools as well, which is very encouraging. Yeah. So, you know, the, the space for these kind of therapies that make a difference, they're, no, they're so needed. They, these have to come to the fore just to balance the, the balanced view that it's not only one way. It's not only the tablet, because if the tablet was working, then there wouldn't be the increase that there is. It, but it's not. We all know it is a temp, it's temporary. There has to be a way of, of opening up what's inside and gently releasing it in a safe place. And, and horses hold space beautifully because they've got no agenda. They're not, they're not trying to fix. They're not trying to. They're just holding space. They, they, they feel you. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing this because I want people to be aware of what's available. You may not be. If you're in the middle, you've got somebody that you're trying to support with this, you, you find it very difficult to step further and find people. Whereas if they're more visible, then ah, then I wonder if. Now, so with this, I'm hoping that there will be a breadcrumb trail for others to follow, that it's not just the one way. This is a very viable, doable way that won't have the side effects and you'll be supported. And the energy you feel from the horse and from yourself is phenomenal. Yeah, no, absolutely, Sally. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this with your audience. And I really hope that um, it resonates with them. And how do people connect with you? And there's plenty of information if you'd like to find out more about it on my website, which is therapywithhorses.co.uk or feel free to drop me an email info at therapywithhorses.co.uk. And I'm also on Facebook, um, obviously as Therapy With Horses as well. So reach out to me through any of those and I'll, I'll be happy to have a chat. And, uh, you know, if you want to come along and have a taster session, then we can arrange something around that too, because the best way to understand this work is to experience it. So thank you so much indeed. Dear listeners, this is the end of the time with Julie. Do get in touch. If it resonates, get in touch. Inquire as taster session. Find out about it. Find out. There are always other ways. There always are. So you've listened to the two interviews and you've taken in the wisdom of both. And I want you this week to walk hand in hand with the gentleness that they've shared with you that's inside you. It's almost like when you visualise a deer. Yeah. This is the energy that you are connecting to and it's inside of you we each have that soft gentle side and in a way deer also reminds us of the power that it carries you know in native american tradition and totem animal they they also symbolize connection to spirit so connection to your intuition intuitive side your whatever you want to call it but there's there's a divine connection when you allow this sensitivity, this gentility to be honoured within you. And as you ponder what you've listened to with Kate and with Julie, know that the path of gentle has so much to offer because they've just shown you. They've both experienced transformation by what was meant to come into their path. And that's the thing about life. Things come to us. 
and it's for us to embrace them and to embrace those aspects of self. So when you're walking through this week, just consider that you have this gentleness inside of you. You have the deer inside you, walking beside you, the gentle, the sensitive, the inquisitive, the knowing, the openness, the expansiveness, the joy. That's you. So walk this week with this energy and explore it and enjoy it. Many blessings to all of you. And thank you so much for listening. It wouldn't be a show without you. Much love. I am your host, Sally Ann Saint, and I am dedicated to reminding women of their sacred selves. To get in touch with me, go to www.wisewomanguide.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 